Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sunny. I am your host, along with Caleb. Hello! And, of course, before we get too far in, we want to thank, of course, our patrons who support the podcast. Patrons. Our patrons. That! I'll get it right one day. Thank our patrons who do support the podcast and make this possible. Thank you to Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Master of Iza, Mr. Herbies, Scuzz Daddy, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damian Zink, Dank Nugs, Dino DNA, Mountain Man, Myth Oceanus, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and Sunny Sweet. Thank you all so much. And if you want access to that bonus episode every Wednesday, I'm not saying it's always a good episode or that it's always a long episode. Sometimes they're only about 20, 30 minutes. Actually, they're almost always about 20, 30 minutes. But if you want that extra little bit of content every week, just go click on the link in the description down below to find our patron page. I think it's actually in the link tree. So you'll have to click on link tree and then click on patron. But everybody at the $5 and above tier gets that extra content every week. And for those that are wondering, we are doing a um, a review of every product release as far as for as far as cards go throughout the history of Yu-Gi-Oh! right now i think we're in 2006 yeah like we just got into 2006 yeah so we're in early 2006 as far as product releases and of course once you subscribe you have access to the entire archive so you can listen to the first i don't know we're like 15 episodes in on that series give or take uh so go ahead and give that a listen give that a try and We are also going to have some merch dropping rather soon, and the most of the merch will be, um, it'll be basically restricted to the patrons. So, patron has a system where we can input our designs, and they'll print it out for us. Yeah, so basically, if you subscribe to a certain tier on Patreon, we don't know exactly what tier we're going to assign what yet, but say... 
for example, if we had a $15 tier, um, if you wanted to do like the, say the t-shirt or whatever, and it was assigned to the $15 tier, if you're in the $15 tier for say two or three months, however long, and I'm not saying this is not the final tiers and numbers and stuff yet. It's not, but if you're in that tier for that long, then after that long, as long as your address is in, uh, patron they'll automatically ship it to you so we'll have some cool stuff coming some stickers some t-shirts some hoodies things like that those are all things that i personally want to have some coffee mugs yeah yeah we might do coffee mugs whatever um so that'll all be restricted to the patron and then we have uh play mats coming that'll probably be mid-february when we really start pushing those and putting those out there so if you're interested in <laughs> the play mats those are not going to be restricted to patron but we really need to know about how many people are like actually going to buy these. They'll be either 35 or $40. They'll be uh, the rubber core play mats. So if you are interested in one of those, we ha- the designs are not finalized yet. We have an artist doing the design. Um, shout out to Abyss. Thank you so much for that. Uh, so we have an artist doing the commission work for the designs. And we are still exploring options as far as who is actually going to produce the playmats yeah. and how we're going to ship them out. So but once we get the design finalized, we'll post about it on Twitter and our discourse. You can look at it before you make the final decision. OK, I want this matter. Not really. Yeah, yeah. I will say this, though, from what we've talked about, we've discussed with the artist, um, the ideas that we've had. It's going to be really cool. And we're really excited for the design itself. Oh, yeah. And as far as pricing, we're expecting the playmats to be either $35 or $40. Now, we know that a lot of the playmats that other creators put out, I know like Team Sam X1, things like that, they're all usually like $33, $34, $35, somewhere in that range. The reason ours might be closer to $40 is because realistically with us having so much smaller of a listener base and so much smaller of a fan base our play mats see the more you order the bigger their bulk order is the cheaper the play mats get yeah and the difference in ordering for us 25 play mats versus 40 play mats it only swings the pendulum a few dollars per mat and over the course of 40 mats, it doesn't make like a huge impact. I mean, it does. It makes a big impact. But versus somebody like Team Sam X1 who puts out these play mats constantly, he knows yeah. tons of people buy them and he might order them 500 at a time. Yeah, 500, 1,000 at a time. So he's getting them a near half price a piece. Right. So his cost on those versus our cost, especially once you factor in the cost of the art and everything together, um, our margin is way lower. So to cover the cost of the art as and cover the cost of the mats themselves and cover the cost of shipping, that like around $40, I'm just going to say, we are making like nothing on this. Pennies. Yeah, like we did the math and if, depending on what site we use and how much we end up paying for shipping, after... All of our costs, we're going to end up coming positive like 15 or $20 over yeah. if we do like 40 play mats to try to get them at a good rate. And that's hoping we sell all of them. Yeah. So um, I know $40 is a couple of dollars more than people are usually paying for these play mats, but we are committed to getting these out to you. People have been asking for them for a long time. So 
Um, Here they are. <laughs> yeah, this is our commitment to putting merch out for the faithful listener base. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like I said, we'll have the design in about early to mid February. You'll all get to see it, and then before you make your final decision. Right, and I will say this: patrons will get first dibs. Absolutely. So if you are a patron, you are going to get first shot at the playmats. We're hoping that, so like we say 40, we might sell out of 40 really quickly and be undershooting what we're capable of. Or there might be more left at the end. We don't really know what we're capable of as far as merch sales at this point, but I don't know. We've got a few hundred followers on Twitter. We've got, you know, a couple hundred people on our Discord server. Who knows? You know, we're averaging around a thousand listens a week. So, like, realistically, with those numbers, I would think we could sell 40 playmats with relative ease. Yeah. So, if you want that priority, though, to get the mat, you, signing up for our patron would get you priority. So, yep. just another incentive to sign up there. But now that we're past that, <clears throat> I want to say there was one other thing I wanted to announce. And I don't remember what it was as far as the podcast and news. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, we have one little spot of really. I'm not I'm not ready to talk about that yet. OK, that's fair. Oh, boy. Um, All right, move right along. Then. Well, there was one more. This is going to bother me, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll be you'll be in the middle of reading another card. and He'll hit you like a sack of bricks. Yeah. OK, well, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five star rating and leave us a review. We do read out our reviews live on the podcast. So if you want to hear your review heard, be sure to do that. If you are not already in our discord where you get all of the earliest info, things like that, you know, go ahead and join our discord server. Follow us on Twitter for live reactions, things like that. So with that said, let's get into the bulk of the podcast. And of course, the main thing that we are going to talk about today so many new cards. No, that's not it. No? I mean, we do have a lot of new cards to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got like dozens of new cards to talk about. But let's talk about YCS Pasadena. Okay. Oh, man. I'm just going to be honest. When this news came down, I I didn't even want to record. So normally we record with like a day or two buffer. Like if we're like for the Friday episode, today's episode, we normally we record on Wednesday. Yeah. But we had heard through the grapevine that there was some kind of an announcement coming regarding the YCS and my stomach hurt. So we didn't record Wednesday. Yeah. We waited till t- tonight, Thursday night. And, Which I'm um, kind of glad that we did because there because a bunch of new cards got released between between like there's like two new things that got. Uh, yeah. yeah like, new, got, like we have a whole new archetype to talk about that we wouldn't yeah. have had yesterday. Exactly. And of course, we have the YCS Pasadena news. So YCS Pasadena the in per at least the in person portion of it has been officially canceled. So now it will be a remote dual YCS, just like YCS Utrecht has been also canceled and moved to a remote dual YCS. Uh, listen, I'm not gonna say that I- I'm not gonna say that this is a bad move. I, I won't say that. It is a reasonable and level-headed move. Konami didn't want to do this. We all know that they didn't want to Mm -hmm. do this. They're going to lose thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, easily. Because, uh, because, you know, because first off, there's the chance they couldn't even get the, uh, get the, uh, like get uh, a refund on the, on the venue that they're not going to use now. Mm -hmm. So that money sunk. Yep. You know, they still have to pay all their uh, employees and all that. That's sunk. 
Well, I don't know that they're going to pay their employees. This is America after all. Fair enough. Um, um, but I- I'm just going to say <clears throat> this was such a blow. I, I don't even I'm going to be honest. I I didn't even want to record tonight. I- I'm so upset about this. We had put so much time and effort, not even just into playtesting, booking rooms, I mean, schedule. I mean, we had stuff scheduled for the podcast. We had recording scheduled. Yep. That, I mean, we're talking all time recordings that we don't know if we're going to be able to schedule again now. Yeah, at least until like the next YCS after the whole right. I mean, we had Backstreet Boys reunion. We had over. big in person, uh, like a roundtable type discussion coming with high level players, and I don't know that we're going to be able to get all those guys willing to come together again like that you know i mean we might do it remote but it's not the same no not at all um yeah like, like i said I, my whole my whole my whole thing about it is there's gonna be more ycs's in the future you just gotta be patient i know but not, still the flight, it's, the flight being non-refundable yeah having all the airbnb booked having everything planned out going to see an area that i've never been to before yeah Get to try out all the great food. The disappointment is palpable. That's an understatement. I, yeah. I literally, I'm not even joking when I say this. I literally went through all five stages of grief today. Yep. All five stages. I've bounced back and forth between them. I, and that's, I'm saying that. I'm sure some people are laughing and like, ah, no, like, I'm serious. Like, I, I, I'm an extroverted, outgoing person. Events like this are literally like, a big deal to me, you know, being able to go out and hang out with friends and go do all these things. This is huge to me. And I, again, I'm not saying that it was a bad idea to cancel the YCS. Oh, no, no, no. As a matter of fact, I think it was a great idea. But I'm still disappointed. <laughs> when you have the United States over the last week averaging 580,000 cases a day of COVID, you can't sit here and say that you know, I don't think it's a super defensible point to say that in-person play is good for the overall yeah. health of the community. But I, I'm kind of at the point where, in my opinion, those who were willing to go be double vaxxed, have their full set of you know vaccination, have be fully masked up the entire time, maybe asked to provide proof of negative covid test within three days of the event something like that um, with the negative covid test part however that's kind of not really possible anymore due to a sh- current national shortage of the test kits of the 15 minute test kits they have to send it off and it takes three to five business days for you to get it okay back. well regardless i would say that if there are people not not just players but judge staff and everybody that are willing to attend and willing to go, then I would really be fine with them going out and showing out. And if it's if you're not comfortable in that event space, if you're not comfortable in the room, if you're not comfortable going to the event, then don't go. You know, don't feel obligated and, you know, like you have to go. But uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm probably just, you know, hitting the bargaining stage. Yeah. Well, let's just go ahead and move on from that into... Uh, well, you got anything else you want to add on before we get into all the new cards? Depression. Okay. 
So, um, I, I think I'll start with this one just due to where this card came from. Okay, well, we we do have a ton of new cards, and we're going to fly through them. Yeah. I, I'm just going to let you know, we're not going over these twice. We're not dwelling on these a bunch. We're already 15 yeah. minutes in. Okay. We're going to fly through these. Oh, yeah. Okay, so to start with, we have Light Law Medium. Uh, it's a level 2 light fairy effect, 400 attack, 300 defense. Once per turn, at the start of your opponent's battle phase, you can target any number of attack position monsters your opponent controls. During this turn, while this monster is in your monster zone, those monsters must attack this card if it, if able. Rage effect. Cool. Uh, two. Once per turn, when an attack is declared in a battle between this card and an attack position monster your opponent controls, you can negate the attack, and if you do, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half of that monster's original attack. Note, this card is from is from Duel Monsters 4 for the Game Boy that was never localized, as well as Dark Duel Stories, or Duel Monsters 3 in Japan. I played the living crap out of Dark Duel Stories on the Game Boy. <laughs> so as soon as I saw this, I got real excited. Um, the card itself is kind of meh. Yeah, it's not a great card. Alright, uh, let's go ahead and move on. Yep. Next card is Peony, the Sylvan Dancer. So, this is a Wind Plant Link Effect Monster. It is 1,200 attack, Link 2, Arrows Point, bottom left, bottom right. Requires two plant monsters. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if this card is Link Summoned, you can excavate up to three cards from the top of your deck. You can special summon up to two excavated plant monsters, but they cannot be used as Link material. Also, send the rest to the graveyard. Two, you can target one plant monster in your graveyard that has a level. The levels of all face-up monsters this card points to become that monsters until the end of the turn. This turn. All right, cool. That's the that's pretty that's, that's a pretty cool card. Uh, you're gonna have to get the next one. All right. The ah uh, yeah website. Yep. All right. So next we have some new ancient warriors cards. We have Woo! two cards. The first one is Ancient Warriors Tyrannical Dong Ying. <laughs> Dong. Level 6 <laughs> Dark Beast Warrior Effect Monster. 2200 attack, 1800 defense. You can only use each effect among the first and third with this card's name only once per turn. So a hard once per turn on effects 1 and 3. If this card is normal or special summoned, you can add one level 7 or higher Ancient Warriors Monster or Ancient Warriors Continuous Spell Trap from your deck to your hand. Two, while you control a level 7 or higher Ancient Warriors monster, your opponent must pay 400 life points to activate cards or effects. Three, if a monster or monsters is sent to the opponent's graveyard, you can target one card in your opponent's graveyard. Banish it, and if you do, draw one card. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, next is a continuous spell card. Ancient Warriors Saga, Deception and Betrayal. You can use each effect among the first and second with this card's name only once per turn. Hard once per turn are both effects. One, during your main phase, you can special summon one Ancient Warriors monster from your hand, and if you do, take damage equal to its level times 100. Two, you can send this face-up card from your spell trap card zone to the graveyard, then target one Ancient Warriors monster on the field. Change its attribute, then, if you activated this effect by targeting a monster your opponent controls, you can take control of it. So, these are some interesting cards. They're great for the archetype, especially the continuous spell being able to special summon a ancient warriors monster from your hand because a lot of times if you pull the first ancient warriors monster off of their field then they have trouble continuing with their uh with their thing that they do so this is some great extension for the deck and a great alternative way to play the game um next we have flip jar flip jar <laughs> so this is out of dimension force 
a new jar monster arrives to make life even more wild. It is a very funny picture. It looks like Cyber Jar, but it's like kind of on a stand, like a like a. It's, I think it's one of those. Um, I forgot what they're called. It's the big drums, where you do 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 do. Oh, a um. Oh God, <sighs> Timphony? No, 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 not Timphony. Hold on, it's this very specific Japanese style of drum. I th- I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's they're like huge drums, like three feet around. Oh yeah. Um, I believe it is called a taiko. Okay. Well, it's got a funny green face on it that's smiling. It's very cool looking. Yeah. A level three earth rock flip effect monster. Eight hundred attack, nine hundred defense. You can only use this card's name's effect once per turn. One, flip. Change all other monsters on the field to face down defense position. Then return all face up spell traps on the field to the hand. Then each player can set spell traps from their hand up to the number of their cards returned to the hand by this effect. That's just silly. It could be funny in a deck against a deck that has like a lot of um, flip spell traps. I love the I love the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh organization like subdomain for this. When I see a barrel, I feel a pressing need to say barrel. <laughs> So funny. Has nothing to do with it. Uh, let's see. The next one, I believe, would be the... Let's go cross-exclusion. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and do that one next. I'm, I'm doing all the single one-ofs first. Fair enough. We'll then cover we'll the big the archetypes. archetypes at the end. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, unfortunately, the website's still down for me, so... Okay, well... This one is a counter trap card called Cross Exclusion. It's like an X hyphen clusion, not like E exclusion. It's, you know, it's supposed to be funny. Um, when your opponent activates a monster effect from the hand, negate that activation. Then, if your opponent has any cards in their hand, your opponent discards one card of their choice. Interesting. It's a hand trap counter, and it is notably not once per turn. Ooh. And it being a counter trap card, you know. Yeah, exactly. Makes it awesome. But that's an interesting card. We'll see if it sees any play. That has all the makings of a very cheap, not played secret rare in the TCG. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, one person <laughs> decides to run it, tops with it in their deck, never played it once in the entire tournament, and all of a sudden it's a $30 <laughs> secret. Right. And then it sees no more play for another six months, and it drops back down to $3. Yeah. It, really, from... Really, to me, it looks it just looks like a counter trap version of a Gravedigger's Trap Hole that you can't search with Reflacia. Kind of, yeah. It, so it's just too slow. Is is it's it's so the funny thing is, is that this would be good in a trap based deck like Eldritch or Altergeist, right? Yeah, yeah, because then it gives them protection from hand traps. Yeah, the issue is you can't play hand traps against those decks. Exactly. So, like, you're not going to play it in a deck like Tri-Brigade because it's too slow. Yeah. If then, you're doing your combos turn zero, you're already immune to the hand traps. Yeah, and, like, not, not only that, the only, like, the, well, like, me, you know, me bringing up the Grave Diggers, Digger, Grave Diggers Trap Hole comment there has entirely to do with the fact that any deck that can just make rank eight fours, make rank eight fours for free. Rank eight fours? Thank you. Rank fours for free? Uh, can just make reflation and have Greg and just use the Grave Digger's Trap Holster out of their deck. Right. Which is better than On this. turn zero. On turn zero. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. It, the card is weird in that it has a good effect, 
But the issue is that it's a trap card. It's a counter trap. It is a counter trap card. I mean, the only thing that can stop it is another counter trap card. Right. But. But it's a purple card, so. It's still a trap it's too card. slow. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> All right. Um, next, we have Amphibious Bugroth MK11. So, this Went is. Went from Mark. Well, well, I was one for it, like Mark 3 or 6. The last one was 3. Yeah, Mark 3 to Mark 11. Talk about a. Uh, version jump jesus yeah it grew arms it had arms before i thought i remember his 3d model and um i think it had like, like little, little mechanical grabbers yeah but not like like arms fair enough like these have biceps fair enough <laughs> and, and i remember looking at that in uh duels of the roses 3d models and just being like why does it have arms well yeah yeah. think about how like submarines have like the one yeah, little yeah. pair of pincers. Tink, tink. Yeah, yeah, but not like a hand. Like this, this has like hands and claws. Yeah. I mean, the other one had hands too, but th- this thing has muscle. Looks like it's got some muscle. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. This thing looks like it's been working out in the eleven in this in the other eight versions. Yeah, that were missing. All right, is a level five water machine effect monster. <laughs> Attack is eighteen fifty and defense is fifteen hundred. You can only use the second effects of this card's name once per turn. One, if Umi is not on the field, this card gains 700 attack, but it cannot attack directly. Two, lame. If Umi is on the field, you can target one face-up non-water monster, destroy that monster. So, a perk for Umi being on the field is kind of cool. Well, and yet, and even though it's level 5, if you're using a Legendary Ocean, you can just normal summon it. Right. Because it reduces level by 1, or I don't remember exactly how a Legendary Ocean is worded. But you can normal summon the same without tributing. Yeah. Uh, next we have the last like one-off card from Dimension Force. Uh, new Warrock support card. Woo! Warrock Medium. Uh, it is a continuous spell card. You can only use the second effects of this card's name once per turn. One, while your opponent controls a special summoned monster and you control a level 7 or higher Warrock monster... Neither player can activate the effects of monsters on the field during main phase one. Gee, that's Wolf. geez. I wonder if only the deck had had a way to get level sevens on the field. <laughs> if only. If only. No, I'm pretty sure they do have a way to cheat them out, though. Yeah, during the battle phase. Yeah, exactly. This is when you want the. Hmm. I mean, it's cool if you. Play it in main phase two going into your opponent's turn. Yeah. I mean, if you can get it turn zero and play it turn zero, it's great. Oh, yeah. No, it, it just turns into... Um... No, I think they do have a way to special summon before the battle phase starts. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, even if they can special summon in the battle phase, the fact that all their, the, that the Warrock's entire shtick is we get effects during the battle phase, and that thing negates during the main phases... Well, what it does is... um, it gives you a turn zero play to just turn skip your opponent. That way you're guaranteed a battle phase. Oh yeah. Because before it was a going second OTK deck. Now yeah. it's got like, you yeah, know. yeah, it's got, it's got a thing it can do on turn zero to guarantee that it's going to get the battle, the, the, it's going to get a battle phase. Right. So, cause it prevents your opponent from using ignition, ignition effects. They're limited to quick effects. What are you talking about? Cause you can't, you're no, no, no player can activate monster effects during the main phase. Yeah, yeah, but Which, they they don't have quick effects either during the main phase. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. Though. You're limiting you're limiting your opponent to quick effects during like this draw phase, standby phase, battle phase. Okay, phase. that's what you're saying. 
Yeah, no, because it, it just, just shuts him out of monsters on the field entirely during main phase one. To be fair, it also shuts the Warlocks out of their main phase one and two abilities. <laughs> yeah, but what do they need those for? They do most of their stuff during the battle phase. I couldn't finish that sentence with a straight face. Yeah. Uh, a second effect, during your main phase, you can activate this effect. You cannot special summon monsters for the rest of this turn except warrior monsters. Also, set one Warrock spell trap card from your deck directly to your field except Warrock medium. That's pretty good. Yep, it can search Warrock mountain. Yep. Eat your heart out, Farfa. <laughs> next thing to cover is we have the first pictures from each theme of tactical masters you go on a Yu-Gi-Oh organization look at them uh, uh we also have the names to be fair oh we actually have the names okay cool. yeah yeah so the first one is called valiance uh it described as pendulum monsters who team up into units hey, look, um, new pendulums pretty cool they're just like they look like champions of something you know they, they kind of to me they kind of feel like uh six sams again Yep. Kind of, yeah. Uh, next we have Rune, a mysterious radiance that bestows a variety of powers. So, basically it's like a cool statue, but when I say it's a cool statue, I mean like it's like a really cool looking statue. Oh yeah, just, just go look at it. Super yeah. sweet. Um, So it's like a weird thing that's like, uh, the name is like composed of divine and like monument or tombstone, so... Uh, it would like maybe I don't like no. It, it's it's got a weird. It's got a bunch of like weird stuff in the in the name. So it maybe could be inter- they interpreted it as rune, but it could be several other things too. It, hmm, maybe it's like a rock zombie archetype. Maybe you know, like maybe some main deck rock monsters who are like tombstones and graves, and then they get out extract monsters who are all zombies that have arisen from the grave. Possibly, maybe they've been on a pretty big like uh zombie kick lately but it could also be like that they're shrines that is all like living sentient shrines yeah, yeah that yeah. would also be super cool yeah yeah um the last one is called labyrinth and this one is described as go to horny jail yeah a boss monster who awaits you at the end of the labyrinth and it's just like beautiful queen yada 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 oh yeah she's a demon she has demon wings yeah so they're really hard to see though because it just looks like part of her dress but that's how she's tricking you Wow, I didn't notice that until I zoomed in just now. Yes, I, I that was one of the first things I noticed. No horns, though. Unless the horns are... Unless the... I, I didn't that, see... See, the hat looks like horns, but it's actually a hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless... Unless... Unless her head is designed to also look like her horns. <gasps> the hat is a little bit see-through, and you can kind of see horns in the background, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna be. I'm just gonna be honest. It's really oh, hard to tell. I'm pretty sure that like this archetype, like one or two of the archetype spells or other monsters, will kind of give us more information on that. But yeah, go to Horny Jail. Pretty much, it's it's another waifu archetype. Oh well, well the boss monster is a waifu. The let's, boss monster. Let's leave it at that. But she's a very nice looking waifu. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm I'm not trying to get in trouble here. Fair enough. Um. So next we have two new archetypes, both from Dimension Force to talk about. One has been out for a couple of days now. People have gotten their reactions and already started doing testing with this. But um, and the other one's really new. It's called Scareclaw. It, it, it literally came out right before we started recording. Yeah, like like 10 minutes before we started recording. So it's a good thing we waited. OK, so I'll go over the Therians because I actually got the page load. Cool. But first, what I want to say, what I want to say is the Yugo organization's like name for this is yugoorganization.com slash PSCT problem solving card text is ruined forever. 
So, so true. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. The one where Kit and the Spriggans go to take part in alien mecha glider combat or something. I don't know. Uh, translator's note. Therian means beast in Greek. True. All right. So the first monster we have is Therian's bulls, in quotation marks, Ein. Fire warrior, 2100 attack, 1600 defense. Can only use the first and second card. Uh, the first second effect of this card's name each once per turn. So hard once per turn on both effects. Yep. You can target a Therian monster or warrior monster in your graveyard. Special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, equip that target to this card. <coughs> Two, you can target a Therian's card you control and one card your opponent controls. Destroy them. That's not bad. Yep. Three, a Therian's monster equipped with this card gains 700 attack and the second effect of this card's name. So, if this guy is equipped to another Therian... Then that one gains 700 attack and can pop pop one on each field. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty good. Yeah, I think it's really good. Continue. Oh, yeah. Um, Next up, we have Therian's Leaper, in quotation marks, Fam. Water Aqua, 1400 attack, 2500 defense, also level 7. I just want to interrupt here to say, this really looks like a mermaid version of Recital Starling. It kind of does. I totally see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the way the mask is shaped and stuff like yeah. that. It looks got, almost bird-like. It's got, yeah, it's got more avian features than aquatic features, minus the aqua tail. Yeah, I was about to say, gi- minus the giant tail. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, same thing. Uh, both of its, uh, it was one and two effects are both hard ones per turn. You can target a Thero- Therian's monster or an aqua monster in your graveyard. Special on this card from your hand and then equip that target to this card. Two, during your opponent's end turn, during your opponent's turn, quick effect. Target a Therian's card in your spell and trap card zone and one card in your opponent controls. Return them both to the hand. Interesting. And then a... Could also be an extender. Yes. Lastly, a Therian's monster cope with this card gains 700 attack and the second effect of this card's name. I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Therian's Duke, in quotation marks, Jewel. Uh, light Psychic, 2100 attack, 2100 defense, level 8. Uh, same thing. It's one and two effects from hard ones per turn. Uh, one, you can target a Therian's monster or a Psychic monster in your graveyard. Special summon this card from your hand, and if you do, equip that target to this card. Two, while you control an equipped card, Therian's monsters you control cannot be destroyed by your opponent's card effects. That's stupid. Uh, three, a Therian monster equipped with this card gains 700 attack and the second effect of this card's name. Yeah, this is interesting. Yep. Uh, Therian's Lily, in quotation marks, Borea, Wind Plant, 24-2500, level 8. Uh, you can target a Therian monster or plant monster graveyard special on this card, and if you do, equip that target to this card. Two, you can send one card from your hand or field to the graveyard, add a Therian spell or trap from your deck to your hand. Yo, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah, so, um, this is the huge consistency card. The last card's, like, not that great, but this card is huge. This card's a huge consistency card. Oh, yeah. Um, lastly, a Therian's monster equipped with this card gains 700 attack, and its second effect of this card's name. Uh, last monster, we have Therian's King, in quotation marks, Regulus, Earth Machine, 2,800 attack, 600 defense, level 8. Uh, same thing, you can only target, uh, you can target one Therian's monster or machine monster in your graveyard, special on this card from your hand, and if you do, equip that target to this card. When your opponent activates a card or effect, quick effect, you can send one Therian's monster card from your hand or field to the graveyard, negate. That's good. That That's real good. Uh, lastly, a Therian's monster equipped this card gains 700 attack and the second effect of this card's name. And that's all for the monsters. Next, we have a, their field spell, Therian's Ring, the Colosseum Saucer. It is a flying saucer 
crashing into a side of a mountain and then like kitten one of the um the uh spriggans are just watching like what on earth is going on okay so two things here one i don't think it's crashing it looks like it's got an oh, arm reaching oh. out, destroying and setting off the volcano. And no. two, it looks like Kit is cheering. No, no, I think it's refueling. I think it's like literally sucking up the magma. Also could be that. Yeah. Anyway, here's what the card does. <clears throat> you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, when this card resolves, add a Therian's monster from deck to hand. Generic searcher. Yep, that's pretty good. Yep. Two, once per turn, if a monsters you control would be destroyed by battle... You can send a Therian's card or a Perpetual Engine or Gyro system from deck to graveyard instead. It's pretty good. That's really good. Once per turn, when a monster is by balance into the graveyard, target a Therian's monster in your graveyard, add it to your hand. <laughs> Lots of recursion. Yes. Oh, Perpetual Engine or Gyro system. The other the car, other card that was mentioned. So the, this, the other card was the ship itself, and this is the engine to the ship. Yeah. Uh, it's a normal spell card. Uh... You can only use one of the first and second effects of this card's names per turn, and only once that turn. So you can only get its first effect or its second effect, not both in the same turn. One, send a Therios Therion's card from your deck to your graveyard. It's it's foolish burial, but limited. So, huh, so you can run like four copies of foolish burial. Neat. Uh, two, if this card is is in your graveyard, you can target a Therion's card in your graveyard. Add this card to your hand, and if you do, place the other on the bottom of the deck. Or add this or that card to your hand. Hmm. So with the Argyro System's graveyard effect, you can either add that or one of the Therian's monsters to your hand, and then the other goes to the bottom of the deck. Yeah, this 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 archetype is really good. Uh, next up, another normal spell, Therian's Charge. Normal spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. You can send a Therian's card or perpetual or perpetual engine Agyro system from your hand or face up spell and trap zone to the graveyard. Draw two cards. Wow. It is a possible plot. It is a one for one. It is a draw two. A really good draw two. Uh, next, we're on to traps. We have Therian's Cross, normal trap. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. When your opponent activates a monster effect while you control a Therian's monster, activate one of these effects. Or, if you have Perpetual Engine Agaro System in your graveyard, you can activate both in sequence. Bullet point. Negate the effect. Bullet point. Banish that monster. Bruh. That that's pretty good. Lastly, we have Therian's Stand Up. <laughs> um, you can only activate one of the first second effect of this card's name once per turn. Only once that turn. One target one Therion's monster in your graveyard. Splash summon. Then you can equip a Therion's monster from your hand or graveyard to it. Pretty good. Two during the main phase, you can banish the card from your graveyard. Then target a Therion's monster you control and one in your graveyard. Equip the target in the graveyard to the target you control. It's just more getting your stuff rolling if something happens and you're, you get stopped or, or you know, you get, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, your engine just kind of stops. It kind of lets you kickstart the engine again. I'm going to be honest. This one is kind of reminiscent to me of Tribrigate Revolt for the deck. It kind of is because... It, it's not quite as powerful. No, not at all. But, but it's good. Yeah. Mostly due to Revolt gets out Shurag. This gets out literally any Therian's monster. Yes. But no extra deck monsters for this archetype so far. Yeah, but they don't need them. They really don't. This this deck, this archetype, I I'm just going to say, 
It has in archetype destruction. It has in archetype interruption through the bounce. It has in archetype search. It has in archetype negate. It has a field spell that searches. This archetype has everything you look for in a powerful tier one meta strategy. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, yeah. Not only that, you also have to keep in mind that all the Therian's monsters, special summon and equip effects, stated a Therian monster or whatever the same, or the same type. So as a little bit of potential splash ability, depending uh, on... Particularly, the king gives machine decks another negate. Gives them one negate. Uh, you know, the plants can get the bounce, yeah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's really notable that in basically, like you said, any machine deck... You can basically summon this guy for free, and you can always just send himself yes. from the field. So he can be splashed <laughs> into any machine deck. You could also just run multiple copies and equip another copy himself to himself. Right. And then just send that copy, the equip copy. And so then you technically get two negates on two turns. Right. But still, still, the fact that it's a vi- the, the fact that it's splashable in warriors, aquas, plants, psychic machine machine yeah, it's crazy well but but also being the best when it's by its not by itself but right in, in its own deck with the rest of them yeah no this 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 deck is really potentially incredibly good with a built-in mm-hmm. pot of greed i might add yes well kind of yeah send send one send one of your uh it's a uh, theron spoiler trap or Agara systems from hand or face up spell and trap zone to the graveyard to draw two cards. Yeah. So it's a one for one. But, but the, if the Agaro system is in your hand, if it's in your graveyard, you can target a Therian's card in your graveyard and add uh, yeah. this card or that card to your hand and yeah. put the other on the bottom of the deck. Yeah, so you could so yes, yeah, so you could add that back to hand, activate, draw two. And then activate this to send one from deck to grave to foolish one, and then activate the effects and keep it going. Uh, I think uh, I think on the Agaros. Oh yeah, it's it's a hard ones per turn. It's a on you, each of on yeah, per, you, so one of them per turn. But yeah. still, it gives you that recursion and the draw power. Yeah, exactly. So it on the surface, the draw two card looks like it's a two for two. Yeah, but it's not because of the recursion built into the Agaro system. Exactly. Into, it, it's into the deck itself. It's a belated plus one. Yeah. Um, unless fact, it might just be a belated plus two because of the way that because you're going to get the Agaro system yeah. back to your hand and then you're going to activate it and then get it back again next turn. Yeah, it's really good. So, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I know. And then, you know, then, of course, they could also just run foolish barrel goods to send to the graveyard activates effect. Yeah. Um, and then in fact, cor- it, it it should run foolish barrel goods. That's oh, yeah. just and the then better co- way to play it. And then, of course, with the Agaro system being foolish barrel barrel for the deck, you're also basically running four copies of foolish burial which the deck wants because they equip the extra Therians from the graveyard. I'm just going to say it's got everything it needs to do. Amazing. I think dimension force comes out in March or April of next year. Mm-hmm. And that's those cards are immediately going to define the meta. In my opinion, um, they, they should not be underestimated. We'll have to wait and see how the meta progresses between now and then. Mm-hmm. But if the meta stays the exact same as it is right this second. Well, think about it. Look, look what's coming out of Dimension Force. Dang it. Nothing. Dark Magician and Blue Eye support. Pretty much. I have Tama- the, the, the Tamias Dragon. Yeah, but we also have the upcoming ban list. So I'm saying, the, let's say the ban list literally doesn't do anything. 
on another balance till that point could do anything. By the way, I want to make an update on my balance predictions. Oh, that was the other announcement. That was the other announcement. That was okay. 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 So reward for those who have listened this far. The other announcement was be on the lookout. Ban list day within the hour of the release of the ban list. We are going to have a live reaction episode. It won't be very long. It might only be 15 minutes, 10 minutes. If, if even that. Yeah. But as soon as the ban list goes live and we find out about it, which I am obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh! So I will know about it within five to ten minutes. Oh, yeah. One I of su- us will know and inform the other and we'll record. Right. The audio quality won't be as good because it'll be on my computer and his phone. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do the... We're going to do the recording over Discord while I'm at work. I'm going to pull over and take my lunch break at work. So, But we're going to have a live reaction. We're, we're going to look at it for the first time live on the show. Yeah, and then we're going to post it up as soon as it's done. I'll do a, I am going to edit it a little bit just to kind of right. clean it up a little bit because it's going to sound awful. But it gets you that raw, visceral reaction yeah, and that, that we haven't had before. Yeah, and that fix immediately as soon as it comes out. Right, so... Even if we already had a podcast go live that day, it doesn't matter. Whatever. You get the live ban list reaction within the hour that it happens. So yep. that was the other thing. I'm so glad that we met that you mentioned ban list. Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying, though. So, like, literally, if the meta is the exact same now. And that's my other, by the way, what I was going to say. My ba- update on my ban list prediction. Yeah. I think Protos gets banned, too. Maybe. I didn't say that before, but I think Protos is getting banned. <laughs> Maybe. Very possible. Anyway, so like I said, if the meta is the exact same as it is now, a year from now when this comes out, a little over a year, it will 100% define the meta. Absolutely. Dex Did will, you say a little over a year from now when it comes out? Three months from now. I thought it, I thought it came out, I thought it comes out in three months for the OCG. Um, they already have... Oh, is this a, um... Um... Or is this just like the last couple of reveals for the set? I think this is just the last couple of reveals for this. Okay, set. never mind. When? Okay, never. Oh, I'm thinking uh, Battle of Chaos. Yeah, that's they the... are. That's the one that they already have. Yeah, with Blue Eyes and Dark Magician, which is the next one we're getting. Right. So if they get this one in January, we'll get it in like October. No. No. They got Burst of Destiny in June, and we got it in November or July or August. It's like a three-month delay. Three to four months. Whenever we get it. They'll get this in January, mid-January. We'll get this in mid-March, early April. Whenever we get it, if the meta is the exact same as it is now, it is 100% going to shape the meta around it. Um, Depending upon, you know, then of course, depending upon how big, you know, how much of a change that is. Depends Dimension on the Force release is January 15th. Okay, yeah. So 10 we'll get it. days. Yeah, okay, we'll get it in March or April. Any based on what you had said earlier. Anyway, well, eight days from release date of this podcast. Uh, d- like, like I said, if the meta does not change at all, ban list happens, and they don't change a card. May twentieth is the expected release date in okay. America. They don't change a card. It is going to warp the meta, but not as much as people probably think it is. However, that's again assuming that literally the ban list comes out and they change nothing. I disagree. I think it's crazy. I th- I think it'll be tier one immediately. I agree. It's going to be tier one, but I think it's going to be bottom. It's going to be the deck that... aren't we all bottoms? (laughs) Um, It's going to be the deck that gatekeeps Tier 1 for a while. Um, Again, that's if nothing changes. If, you know, they hit this deck and they hit that deck, blah, 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 blah. It'll easily become the, probably the, uh, if not the best deck. 
top tier one, one of the big three, as I like to call them. I think that this deck is interesting in the sense that I think it'll be like better than. Hmm. It's really hard to where to place this, though. I think it'll be as good or better than the uh, what's the deck I'm thinking of? The Invoke Shadal Dogmatica deck. Yeah. I think it'll be a little bit better than that on release, just because people are going to be like excited to play it. It'll have better representation. Yeah, numbers. yeah. But I think it'll kind of peter out a little bit over time. Not a lot, just a little bit. I don't know. I think another ban list after this releases because when you think about it, we're oh, going to have true. We're going to have if this comes out in mid to late May, the next ban list is in what a month and a half, two months. No, we'll probably have a January 17th ban list and then like an April 1st or April 15th ban list. Okay. So we should be like six to eight weeks into the format. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, And then, of course, that also depends on how it faces off against the other archetype that got released earlier today. Right, so we, of course, also have the Scareclaw archetype. So these are also coming out in Dimension Force. This is really shaping up to be an impactful set. Oh, yeah, no, it's got two really cool... Not only is the artwork for these archetypes really cool... For all of them. Yeah. For the Therians and the Scare... I think the Scareclaw art artwork is better. Uh, I, I can agree with that. So um, the first one is... Dude, how did we miss this? What? The name of the first monster is Vsauce equals a Stuff Frost. Oh, that explains that answers so many questions. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, uh, we okay, so we didn't really we glanced over these first. Yeah, so. we didn't we didn't look at them that close. So kind of blanked on the names because they said the name of the archetype at the top. Yeah. So Visas equals Stuff Frost. It is a light warrior tuner effect monster. Level six, twenty one hundred attack, fifteen hundred defense. You can use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One. If this card is in your hand, you can target one monster you control with a different type and attribute. Destroy it, and if you do, special summon this card. Two, when this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, you can make this card gain attack equal to half the destroyed monster's original attack or defense. It that would, increase, by the way, is permanent. Yeah, it's really interesting to me. The special su the way it special summons, if this card is in your hand, you can target one monster, blah, blah, blah. It's not... This 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 is an activated effect. It starts a chain. Yeah, it does. So this is not an in, an inherent summon. Unfortunately, yeah. So no, I think fortunately, because um, we'll get into the rest of this archetype. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. rather splashable. Oh yeah. So next we have Scareclaw Astra. It is an Earth Beast effect monster. Level three zero attack thirteen hundred defense. You can only special summon with the first procedure of this card's name once per turn. One, you can special summon this card from your hand. So it's in parentheses. So this is not an activated effect. Yeah. To your main monster zone in the column of a Scareclaw monster you control or its adjacent columns. Two, while you control a defense position Scareclaw monster, Scareclaw monsters you control in the extra monster zone can attack a number of times each battle phase up to the number your def up to the number your defense position scareclaw monsters with different names. I think the maximum on, on that is probably five. Because I think there's five of them. 
one, two, three, four. No, four. No, four. Okay, so your maximum right now is four. Pretty much, yeah. Next, you have Scareclaw Veron Verania. Ver Verania. It is an Earth Beast Effect Monster. Level three, zero attack, 1700 defense. You can special summon this card with the first procedure once per turn. You can special summon this card from your hand to your main monster zone in the column of a Scareclaw monster you control or its adjacent columns. Two, if a Scareclaw monster in the extra monster zone attacks a defense position monster, inflict piercing battle damage to your opponent. Um, yep, so the first one lets you attack like uh, up to the number of times you control, and the second one gives it piercing. Next, you have Scareclaw Acroa. It is an Earth Beast Effect Monster, level 3, 0 attack, 2000 defense. You can only special summon with the first procedure of this card's name once per turn. One, you can special summon this card from your hand to your main monster zone in the column of a Scareclaw monster you control or its adjacent columns. Two, your Scareclaw monsters in the extra monster zone gain 300 attack, def 300 attack for each of your defense position monsters. So this one's a boost attack. And the next is Scareclaw Reich Heart. Dark Warrior Effect Monster. Level 4, 1500 attack, 2100 defense. You can only use, you can only special summon with the first procedure of this card's name once per turn. Also, you can only use its second effect once per turn. One, you can special summon this card from your hand to your main monster zone in the column of a Scareclaw monster control or its adjacent columns. Two, if this card is normal or special summoned, you can add one Scareclaw Spell Trap card from your deck to your hand. Then, if there are three or more defense position monsters on the field, you can draw one card. Wow, just engage. Yeah, no fooling, Jesus. Scare. No, the next card is Scareclaw Trick Heart. Trike Heart? Trike Heart. T-R-I-C-H. Trike? Trike Heart, yeah. Dark Beast Warrior Link Effect Monster. Link 3, 3,000 at attack. It's three arrows are bottom, bottom, left, bottom, right. Three effect monsters is the materials. First line must be link summoned. Rough. Well, it's to prevent abuse in tri brigade. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one, all face up monsters on the field are changed to defense position. Two, unaffected by activated effects from any defense position monster. Three, once per turn, if this card is in the extra monster zone, you can target one level three Scareclaw monster in your graveyard. You can special summon monsters for the rest of this turn, except Scareclaw monsters. Also, special summon the targeted monster, and if you do, add one Scareclaw monster from your deck to your hand. Wow. Which then starts your engine rolling again. Yep. Next, you have Lyphobia, the wanton and willful world of desire. This is their field spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. Also, you can only use its third effect once per turn. One. When this card resolves, you can add one Scareclaw monster or Visas equals Stefrost from your deck to your hand. Two, monsters your opponent controls lose 100 attack and defense for each defense position monster on the field. Three, if there are three or more defense position monsters on the field, you can target one card your opponent controls, destroy it. Next is a normal spell card, Scareclaw Nova. You can only use the second effect once per turn. One, target one Scareclaw monster or one Visas equals Stefrost in your graveyard. Special summon it in defense position. Two, if a Scareclaw Link monster you control would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can banish this card from your graveyard instead. Next is a Continuous Trap, Scareclaw Sclash. You can only use the second effect of this card same once per turn. One, once per turn, you can target one Scareclaw monster or one Vsess equals Stuffrost you control. This turn, you it can attack while in face-up defense position. If it does, apply whichever is higher between its attack and defense for damage calc. Two, 
When your opponent activates a card or effect while you control a Scareclaw monster in the extra monster zone, you can send this face-up card from your spell trap zone to the graveyard and negate that effect. <coughs> Pretty good. Yep. And the last card is a normal trap card called Scareclaw Alternative. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. Tribute three Scareclaw monsters. You can only special summon monsters. You can only special summon monsters in defense position for the rest of this turn. Oh, your opponent can only special summon in defense position. Rough. Uh, which means they cannot summon link monsters. Uh, dur during your turn, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Inflict 100 damage to your opponent for each defense position monster on the field. So, this is another just great archetype. And the only thing that really scares me about it even more, though... This deck is super liable to be clashed with Tri Brigade. Oh yeah. Um. Something else. Okay. So the first monster was a warrior. The first non-beast main deck monster was that a beast warrior or just a regular warrior? So it went warrior, beast, 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 beast warrior, and then beast. The link is a beast warrior. Just to search out that one card, that one uh, Scareclaw that's like a warrior. You have you can write a maximum of one, two, three, four. Wait, which Scareclaw? That's a warrior. There's two of them. The one that actually has Scareclaw in its name. Oh, Reichardt. Yeah. There are one, two, three, four. Uh, no, no, like both of them. You yeah, never mind. Five cards that can that can uh, turn into one of those. Yeah. That you can run in your deck. That's an eighth of your deck. It's just to search out one of those two dudes. Yeah, and it. I mean, it's a level four lower warrior. You can just run the Rota. Yeah, that's that's the fifth one. It's uh three copies of the field spell, Terraform, which turns in the field spell with searches, mm -hmm. and Rhoda. Yeah. An eighth of your deck is just search out one of those two dudes. Yeah. I mean, like, again, first impressions is that this is really good. Uh, um, another another thought I had, because they're all level three beasts, was obedience gold, so I double-checked. It's level two or low for obedience gold, so it won't work. What I will say is, with this being a beast warrior and... I mean, this is, I'm just going to be honest. This is my first thought is that sure you have to link summon the level three, the link three. You can just revolt into it. Yeah. You, you can summon it with revolt because revolt performs a link summon on the yep. resolution of the card. So <laughs> I mean, this, this, this is insane. The deck could play pure and still run revolt pure. Yeah. Mm. I yes. Thought, I thought there was something that was like Xeno locked on it where you could like only special summon Tri Brigade monsters or it had to result in a Tri Brigade link. Oh, not a yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember R which Revolt one. has to summon a Tri Brigade link. But I think they could still make Sure Egg. Yeah, they yeah, they just go link four or make Sure Egg. And Fergie, they can still run Fergie. Well, no, they go link four, make Sure Egg, and then if Sure Egg you Sure Egg gets a free banish, if you special summon any of these guys then well no, well no like what i'm saying is like you, something else you could do is like normal summon one of them special one into uh fergeet fergeet effective fergeet special another one well, no 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 you don't have to because they can just go pop 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 no 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 you're missing something hmm? they can only special summon themselves to oh no to a main monster zone in the column of a scareclaw monster control or its adjacent column so if you have one in say monster zone two and you you normal summon it to monster zone two you can special summon one to one and three. Yeah. Or if you have the link monster in the top uh, zone, you can the, do it right below, right below it, below it or to the two on either side of it. No, because it has to be uh, or it's adjacent columns. Yeah, it has to be right to its uh, exact left, right or right below it. That would be adjacent columns. So if you have the link three, you can go to the column also to the left of the column also to the right. Well, no, not the zone, the column. Oh, it's the column. 
Right. Never mind. That's kind of stupid. So if you have three of these guys in your hand and then link three on the field, you can just go boop, 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 and special them. Yeah. In fact, if you have four in your hand, you can just, and you have the link there on the field, you can go boop, and special all four. You can just normal summon one, pop, 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 and then make sure egg. Yeah. Just as an example, which is bad because then you're like, because then you're stuck with one card in hand and you're sure on field. Yeah, but then you can just use them to link summon into more stuff. You can link summon, summon two, go into a Farajit, summon another one, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, you can just, there's so many things you can do. Yeah, yeah. You We're, can revolt into a Shureg, and then when your Shureg leaves the field, you can search more of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, which is ridiculous. It, It's definitely something that we're going, that's going to have to be labbed by people smarter than us. I mean, you could special summon four of these guys and then just go into Appaloosa. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I, I mean... They're genuinely insane. Something funnier. So actually, hold on. I just had, they, I even... they don't Xeno lock except for the link three. And then you can just not use his effect until the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like you could very well, like just keep rolling, rolling, get out him, get out an Appaloosa or even funnier, an IP Mascarena plus like some extra materials. And then during your yeah. opponent's turn, make that, make the, uh, Appaloosa. It, it really is like, there's a lot. You could go through your whole combo. Make the link three at the whatever end of that, your combo. Whatever that combo is. You don't even need to make the link three. You can make the link three whenever you want. Finish your whole combo. Activate its effect at the end what of the combo. The... And get two Scareclaw monsters to your hand for free. Yeah. And then just not do anything else and just have the um, recursion there for the next turn. His, that effect to recur, that's on Link Summon? No. Or that's a it's tr- an ignition effect. Okay. Once per turn, if this card is in the extra monster zone, you can target okay. one level three Scareclaw monster in your graveyard, which is all of the ones that special summon for yeah, free. Yeah. You cannot special monsters for this year's turn except Scareclaw monsters. Also, special summon the targeted monster, and if you do, add one Scareclaw monster from your deck to your hand. Yeah, yeah. Which just kind of buffs up the rank three. Well, hmm. You'd probably actually save the rank three when you're going for game. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's 3k attack. And yeah. You, you, the thing is, though, if you put up you're like a tri-brigade board and then you add this guy to the end of a tri-brigade board it literally doesn't matter because he can't switch all of your link monsters to defense position yeah yeah so sure all face-up monsters on the field are changed defense position but because you have nothing but links on the field it doesn't matter and maybe some uh scare claws are also sitting there but they want to be in defense mode exactly However, his max attack, by the way, is 4,200 at the moment, which is, at at attacking four times with piercing, that's deadly. Yeah, that that can, that can, that can, like, just attack over most boards. Most boards, not all of them. Yeah, see, you're focused on what they actually want to do in archetype. I'm yeah. wondering how they can be abused with, splashed with other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, we're going to have to wait for people who are a little bit smarter than us to kind of figure out what the actual combo line is. Oh, it's whatever it is. It's broken. I'll just say that. Oh yeah, it's 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 gonna be another. It's gonna be another case of oh, there's another tribeast deck out. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Only this one actually runs some warriors. Yeah, but even running the warriors, it can still just play the tribrigate engine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh I know. I know. But again, you can actually just play one copy of each. And there's because again, an eighth of your deck can be dedicated to searching them out. Yeah. And even then, of those, four of them can be used to search out any of the any yeah. of the other ones. So all right. Um let's do podcast question of the day. <laughs> let's wrap this up. All right. So 
podcast question today last time was if you could go back in time, what would you tell your past Yu-Gi-Oh self? So got some good answers off Twitter. Sometimes the best strategy is to stop your opponents. Counterplay goes a long, long way. That's really good advice. Don't be ashamed that you like this game. Your friends won't care. Also, start going to local sooner. Also very good advice. In fact, there's there's just going to be a lot of good advice here. I'm just going to say that. Uh, buy staples and don't sell them. True. Invest in X, Y, and Z product. I mean, yeah. That it's okay that no one else likes Ojamas. They are the best deck of all time. Okay, I said there's a lot of good advice. That's not one of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I love you too. Don't sell cards you need for the deck. You play the same types of decks that use the same staples, and rebuying it will cost you double. I tell my younger self to sleeve his cards and maybe try out some tournaments. That's a good one. Be yourself a bit more and don't hide aspects of yourself to quote-unquote fit in with this crowd. They're all a bunch of accepting nerds who just want to play games. The Ash Blossom and the Soldier Soul Burner Structure Deck is really important. True. I'd tell me, sleeve your cards up right now. Make sure you learn the game as it progresses. You can't be stuck in the past because you won't have fun. I tell myself that Baldurok doesn't negate spells because for the longest time I thought it did. Or Baylor, Baylor Drock. I'm sorry. I tell my 18-year-old self that it's not that deep. Just chill about it. Hey, whoa, whoa, chill. It is that deep. Convince my best friend not to play Crawlers at a regional. This one decision caused so many domino effects. Okay, there's a whole story to this. And the story got requested, and the story got told. But if you want the story, you're going to have to go to the Twitter, find this post, and read it, because it's a really long story that resulted in him getting DQ'd at Nats. Jesus! It's a hell of a story. Okay. Uh, don't do it. Wrong. Do it. Not go to California. That way I never lost my collection. But you had a, but you have the memories of California that I will not have anymore. Yep. Do not sell high rarity cards and all the forbidden and limited lists for the next 10 years, of course. True. Do not, don't be scared to make the play. Me at small me. Hey, card sleeves, you baka. True. Card sleeves are important. Uh, Don't bring your cards to school. True. Keep your collection. You will pay for college. Pfft. Depends on what you had in your collection. To drop the game and keep my money. No, no, don't do that. Sadness. Uh, don't play this game. It's not worth spending literal hundreds of dollars just to get a slightly shinier rock printed on cardboard. Disagree. Pendulums aren't going to be that good. Keep playing. It's okay. Hey, they were like tier zero. They were great. What are you talking about? But also, yeah, they're not that good anymore. Uh, never play with that Ghost Rare Galaxy Eyes I pulled in my deck, especially unsleeved. Uh, rough. Don't take so many breaks from the game, you goof. True. I've been there. I'm doing that. Buy singles, not packs. Okay, Simo. <coughs> Always have your cards organized. You had like five resonance insects sitting around that you could have sold when they blew up right before the reprint. True. Keep some of the cards you gave away. We gave away a backpack full of old cards right around to 0809. That's tough. I would have loved getting in the locals way sooner than I did. Yes. Due to pressure from a religious summer camp, don't throw your cards away. Jesus understands it's just a card game. True. I would probably start singing Don't Stop Believing while holding up a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. <laughs> you should never stop believing. Do the thing. All right. Well, that's it for that podcast question of the day. Before we go on the next one real quick, I just want to say I, I got a notification on Twitter. Um, somebody's already figured out how to, how to break uh, Scareclaw Trilage Heart. 
Um, you make some org and then make him. Then in phase, Barry says she comes out <gasps> in defense position, and your opponent's monsters can't just attack over it because they're all in defense position. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh, also, the board he's on also includes F Zero and number fifty six Gold Rat. That's a weird board. Yeah. Okay, and before we do the podcast question of the day. A huge thank you to our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana, because we forgot to do it earlier, but don't tell them that. Yeah. So thank you so much to our sponsor, ETB Games, for supporting the podcast. Oh, I just remembered the other big, big announcement. We'll do it after this. Okay. Um, so, of course, ETB Games is a wonderful one-stop shop to, of course, find all of your Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Digimon whatever card game you're playing at that moment they have things to support it they have the sleeves they have the binders they have the singles they have the sealed product they have what you need you can also find things for all of your board games all of your tabletop games all of your uh whatever you're playing that day you can find communities that support uh super smash brothers all your fighting games like tekken etc you can go there and find people that love anime obviously it's a card shop you can get in interesting discussions, whatever you want. Well, and hey, you'll find me there. I like anime. True. And, of course, if you are going this weekend, January the 7th, no, 8th, January the 8th, we are doing our ETB Battle City Day this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's advanced format, yes? Yes, it is. So be sure to be there or be square or be circle, whatever you want. Just be sure you're there. No, no, no. It's be square. Because if you're square, you're not around. Ah, okay. That was good and relevant. I like that. <laughs> and also before the podcast question today, I don't know how I forgot this at the top of the show. We have a TCG player affiliate Woo. link now. So if you want to help support the podcast by buying the cards you'd already be buying anyway at no extra cost to you, go into the description down below, click the link for the TCG player. And listen, when you click it, it's going to look like you're just pulling up TCG player. Okay. It, it, it literally brings you to the TCG player homepage, but the TCG player we website understands that it is our specific link because our specific name is in there. So it's our link that brought you to the website from there on, Unless you click a different link somewhere else. So you can't go click my link, then go click Simo's link. You have to click our link only. If you click our link, then from there on, whatever you add to your cart, whether it's sleeves, whether it's cards, whether it's a playmat. Doesn't even have to be Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Literally, you can buy Pokemon, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, whatever you want. If you buy it off of TCG Player, add it to your cart, we get a cut. No extra cost to you. It's just whatever you're already buying, it just helps us out, literally. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. <laughs> we There's a certain number that we need to hit so that we can get what's called a Google dashboard to track our earnings live. Yeah. Um, so we need everybody to use the link and use that a lot. That way we can get the dashboard. Yes. Because otherwise checks just show up. And randomly for random amounts yeah yeah no it it takes like 12 weeks to get a check that's crazy but that's okay that's not why i'm here use the tcg player link in the description down below 
I mean, it costs you nothing extra to support the podcast. Single seal product, whatever. Use our link. And that way we can continue to provide you with this awesome content that we do every Tuesday and Friday. And honestly, it just helps so much. Mm -hmm. Seriously. We don't get ad revenue from YouTube and Twitch and things like that. Like I'm sure you've heard us say before. So... Things like this for us are huge because we put an enormous amount of time and dedication into this and we see very little in return other than community engagement. Which is still amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying the community engagement is bad. And we've met people we never would have been able to to have met otherwise. Exactly. But we want to have the money. That way we can do more cool things like one, improve our equipment because... We are running on $25 microphones. Yeah. Or, Doesn't sound like it, but we are. Well, listen. The audio interface was not $25. Uh, no. It was a couple hundred. But we would like to have that money. That way we can do more things like get more art for more, um, more play mats, things like that. Get more art done for more merch maybe do our own line of merch that way we don't have to do it through patreon and we can actually do it ourselves that way anybody can order it yep but we can't do that without your support so then also be able to like go to events right like ycs's and stuff right when we get them back (laughs) so seriously if you are buying singles on patreon on uh tcg player we would really really appreciate it if you use the link because it really every little bit of support helps and we the community has been overwhelmingly supportive and I really, I cannot thank all of you enough. I, I mean, we're almost to 25,000 plays. Woo. That that's an insane, infathomable number. We didn't think that we were going to get anywhere near there. Uh, I, I mean, we really thought that by the end of, we started in May. We thought that by the end of the year, we'd be somewhere in like, the one to 2000 range, maybe. Yeah. To be at almost 25,000 is unbelievable. So thank you all so much for your continued and amazing support. And we hope that this year goes as good as last year did, but even better. So the podcast question of the day, now that I'm done rambling, what is your favorite summoning mechanic? So this could be fusion, synchro, exceeds, uh, pendulum, ritual ritual link i'll throw tribute summoning in there but it is technically a mechanic it is a summoning mechanic i mean also if you come at me with normal summonings we're gonna fight (laughs) of course normal summon best mechanic normal summon alistair (laughs) we're really gonna fight (laughs) Uh, all right that's our podcast question today what is your favorite summoning mechanic Caleb, what is yours? Ah, uh, I'm, I'm at the moment. I'm kind of at fifty-fifty between contact fusion and exceed summoning. You can't say contact fusion. You just gotta say fusion. But contact fusion is different from normal fusion. It's just a fusion. It's different though. It's just a fusion. It's different though. It's basically a link. Technically, yes. No, no, no. Tech. You no. Know, it's not it's, technically. It's a technically link. a link monster that can go in defense mode and has a level. It's basically a link. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Fusion would be Caleb's. <laughs> or Exceeds, kind of. Mine is flat out Exceeds. I love Exceeds. I think it's the coolest, most balanced mechanic, but also the most broken at the same time. It limits itself by having 
the amount of uses attached to the card. The cards don't immediately go to the graveyard, so they can't be recurred super duper easy. Sometimes, I don't know, some decks they can anyway. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's something that's built to balance itself, which I think is very cool. I think it is the best designed summoning mechanic that there is. Oh yeah, because um, for one, because one of the advantages of a seed summoning is that because the effects are limited, they can have more powerful effects. Right. You know, I which mean, which is why they're the most well represented typing on the ban list. I mean, one of, I mean, one of the more powerful monsters in the game, arguably is probably Medulce Kuntiaramasu because of the non-targeting you get shuffled back in the deck. It's a good card. Um, Also arguably the most powerful rank four. Arguably. I, I'm just going to say this. I flat out think that it is actually the maybe the best rank four monster in the game. But it's archetype locked. So. It, it is very hard archetype locked. And it an is. extremely non-splashable archetype. Yeah. Uh, most just do them revolving around not having monsters in grave. But then if also... If it was a quick effect, it would be the best rank four in the game. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah, but, but like, the biggest issue with this... Legal is rank four. Yeah. Uh, Shockmaster is probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, but like... But like... Yeah, like, his biggest issue is that it's... It's... It's part of an archetype that revolves around not having monsters in grave, but to even activate the effect to begin with, you have to have a monster in grave as a viable target to activate its effect anyway. Yeah, it's a really interestingly built deck. It's yeah. very xenophobic. Very much so. Um like it's like hero in that sense. Hero's the same way. It's, it doesn't yeah. like it doesn't mesh well with other art except for Destroyer Phoenix of Force, but that's a different yeah topic. Yeah, but okay. like, like we're it, rambling. We're yeah, rambling. we're rambling. Okay, so that's it for today's episode. Again, be sure to check us out on Patreon, Discord, Twitter. Check out Team Dark Arm Dealings. Their link is in the description below. That is our sister channel on YouTube. That is the team we are on at our locals. Be sure to check out ETB Games. Their link is in the description down below. And if you want to support us through TCG Player, follow the TCG Play, TCG Player affiliate link down below to. Support us for no extra cost for the cards you'd already be buying. So thank you all so, so much for listening to this surprisingly long episode of the podcast. Have a good day. Take care, everyone. And be sure to be listening out for the Banlist live reaction. Yes. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.